Hi, my name is Thomas Junot from the University of Ottawa. And I'm Elena Delosio from the Washington Institute. So we will talk a bit about Yemen today and recent developments in the U.S. So Elena, to, to begin, do you think that the U.S. has the ability to change facts on the ground in the war in Yemen and to contribute to ending the war? You know, it's the big question right now. I think that, you know, my take on the Yemen war right now is that the the issue at the heart of the war is not the political will of the United States or even the Saudis or the Omanis or the Emiratis or any of the regional players. The uh, the real issue is the political will of the domestic players, specifically the Hadi government and the Houthis. You know, if we had a, a arrangement for peace talks tomorrow, neither of them have the political will right now to go to the table. So I think the question um, for the United States is how can it get the Hadi government and the Houthis, or how can it help the UN get those two parties to come to peace talks? What do you think? No, I, I agree. And I think you, you said it well in the sense that we tend, you know, in the in the Western media in particular, to often describe the war in Yemen as a as a proxy war or as a regional war, which is not inaccurate. But first and foremost, right, it's a domestic war. It's a civil war with domestic drivers uh, and with an added regional layer on top of that, with the Saudi role, the Emirati role, the Iranian role, and so on. So, if tomorrow morning, hypothetically, Saudi Arabia stops, uh, the war doesn't stop. Uh, if anything, if Saudi Arabia withdraws or is weakened. It emboldens the Houthis uh, in a certain yeah. way. Would you agree with that? Yeah, no, totally. I think that uh, I think the Saudis would love to get out of the war, which is different from a few years ago, right? So a few years ago, people like you and me were talking about, gosh, if only the Saudis would talk to the Houthis, we could really, you know, get a move on and we could get this this war to end and that kind of thing. Like maybe that's the ticket. Is as soon as the Saudis have the political will that will be you know the ticket to the end of the war and the saudis did have the political will after the the abkake attack in 2019 uh on their oil facilities it, that really changed their calculus um and now they have the political will to get out of the war but to your point they can't if they just cut and run tomorrow they still have you know a rebel group on their border with missiles that can hit Riyadh. it's not something you know they are now in a way part of the war as opposed to just supporting the Hadi government. No, I think that's a key point. And, you know, th there's been a lot of talk in recent days, especially folks who've been criticizing the Biden administration for stopping uh, or suspending at least uh, support for offensive Saudi operations for removing the Houthis from the foreign terrorist organization list. People have said that emboldens the Houthis, which in a way is, is true. But I, I think that it's easy to exaggerate uh, that point in the sense that the Houthis already have a fair bit of momentum. Uh, the Houthis have emerged in Yemen as the most powerful player militarily, especially on the north uh, northwest quadrant uh, side. So even you know, absent, for example, a remo the removal from the FTO list, they still have, have the momentum. So that really puts Saudi Arabia in a difficult position. They're stuck in Yemen. They would like to get out, but they can't really, at least not not under the current circumstances. Yeah, that's right. And there's there's so much talk about, yeah, it, it is that Biden removing the designation and bolding the Houthis. And my two cents on that, I, I agree with your perspective on that. My two cents is, you know, I really do think Biden removed that designation because of the humanitarian issues. You know, the aid community was up in arms. People were very nervous about the private sector basically just shutting down, which was starting to happen. 
um, in the days, you know, since the designation went into effect. And so I think it really was like a let's just reverse course, you know, reset. Um, and some folks are upset that the Biden administration didn't use it as leverage. But I think you it's if you use it as leverage, it's then hard to make the we're just we're just reversing it. We're just going back to, you know, January 18th, the day before it, it went into effect. Um, and so, you know, whether it emboldens the Houthis, I mean, sure, maybe it does in like a temporary superficial sort of way. They were they're excited that, you know, the, the designation was revoked. And but I think, you know, they've been pushing in Marib the last week or so. And I don't know if that's in reaction, for example, to the U.S. saying that they're not going to support Saudi offensively. And maybe the Houthis are trying to see whether that matters, right? Like whether the facts on the ground change as a result of that. What do you think? You think the cutting offensive operations is going to have a real impact? Uh, I think uh, I agree with your word of your use of the word superficial. It has only a short-term tactical impact. I think the Houthis already felt that they had the momentum. You know, you mentioned the uh, the offensive in Ma'rib. I think that would have happened anyways, irrespective of what the U.S. Mm -hmm. would have done. Uh, Trump would still be president. I think the Houthis would still be uh, doing this offensive more or less the same way. We have about 35 seconds left. Um, <laughs> what can the U.S. do? to gain leverage on the Houthis then if this was not the way to go? Well, I think that the, the yeah, this is the U.S. Uh, envoy's first job is to figure out how do we get Hadi and the Houthis to the, the peace table? And I think it's a question, you know, um, uh, you know, both parties have to come to the peace table. So we have to think about both parties in terms of what what kind of leverage do we have on them and what are their incentives and disincentives to, to come to the peace table? Uh, this has been great, Thomas. This has been a good six-minute conversation. Thank you very much. Thank you.